Okay, so there's some new people on Cameo. Okay. I want you to guess how, how much they cost. Okay. I'm going to say their name. Okay, um, Nicolette Sheridan. How much is she charging? You know her, right? Yeah, Desperate I do. Housewives, ex-wife of Michael Okay, Bolton. so she was on, that's right. She was on Desperate Housewives. I forgot about that. I remembered her like 80s blandness. Um, so I, but yeah, you know, I didn't remember that. Is anybody remembering Desperate Housewives? Really? I'm going to say that her ego will have set her price at 200 109 Okay. All right. How about Edward James Olmos? James Olmos. Let me look at him. He's part of a crop of people with three names who kind of blend all together to me. He's the um, calculus teacher. This is really hard. 80 bucks. 500. What? <laughs> Can you believe that? Like, come on. Oh my God. This Edward guy... James almost, not quite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Hi everybody, this is Samantha Fox and do you want to have some fun? Because I do. Welcome to Pot Psychology with your hosts Tracy Egan and Morrissey and Rich Juzwak. I think that's how you say it, Juzwak. Anyway, sounds good, doesn't it? had covid over new year's mm -hmm. every year i usually do a new year's resolution and i try to really stick to it like one year it was to improve my posture i didn't do a new year's resolution this year we're halfway in to this year so i'm gonna do a mid-year resolution okay and my mid-year resolution are you allowed to say it yes it's not yeah, a wish of course yeah we talked yeah my mid-year's resolution is I, I really want to stop saying like all the time when okay. I talk. I, re I say it so much. Do you do it so a lot on this much. show? I don't even notice yes. it. Oh, I don't even um, notice I, it. Lately, I've been editing some of them out because I like sometimes I just fucking did it. it. I just did it. How am I going to stop doing it? I don't know. You probably do shrooms and make yourself do it. Like tell yourself, stop saying like, stop saying like, and you'll do it. It'll happen. Okay. You'll rewire your brain. I have shrooms. Yeah, I mean, that, well, that's how, you know, Paul Stamets stopped stuttering, he says. He said he, he took he took like a heroic dose of shrooms and sat in a tree and made, and told himself to stop stuttering. And now he doesn't stutter. <laughs> I mean, you okay. hear him talking, he doesn't stutter. So. All right. Well, I'm going to try to stop saying like, if you catch me doing it, just like tase me or something. Oh, well, I just caught you. <sighs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's it, it, this is going to be impossible. I'm up for the challenge. All right. Well, good luck with that. Thanks. What do you have? What was your resolution this year? Intermittent fasting. Oh, wow. And you're doing it. I'm Look doing at you. It. Yep. Still you're doing in it. it. You're in it. I am. I'm, I've completely taken it on as a way of life. Tribeca debuted this um, Jackie Collins interview, uh, Jackie Collins documentary. Yeah. I heard that that was coming out and I was wondering who is the audience for that other than, you know, gay men. It's CNN. Get out of here. Yeah. Why? Why Jackie? Not Joan. Well, Joan's not dead, and Jackie did have quite a story. She I mean, did, yeah. 
Yeah, the whole thing with her dad and she got her nose done really early on. She like specifically was living in Joan's shadow and made herself more beautiful because she was hanging out with so many Hollywood people like with Joan, you know, because Joan was huge. Yeah. In the 60s, she dated Warren Beatty. She's like, I brought Warren to Jackie's wedding. <laughs> um, listen to listen to the way that Joan Rivers introduces her. Joan Rivers. Yeah. Joan Rivers introduces her? In an interview. I just, I looked this up later, but this is relevant to your interests. My next guest is a lady who knows more about this town and writes about it brilliantly. She's been called a flash and trash queen of paperbacks, but her, which I think is great because they all are flashy and trashy in my kind of book. Flash and trash. Flash and trash, but okay, but in the, in the documentary... There's a Jane Pauley interview in which she's like, they've called her the queen of flash and trash. So I guess that was like what she was known as, the queen of flash and trash. Um, that's great. And the reason that like that's relevant, it's very esoteric, but there's a part of Living Dolls, which is the child beauty yes. pageant documentary yes. that Tracy and I have watched like five million times. Obsessed. Tracy became obsessed with it after 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> And it was like a comfort thing for me to rewatch all the time. The only thing like it that I hadn't seen was Painted Babies. Mm. Um, I mean, I have seen that by now, but I hadn't seen it at the time. So it was the first exposure yeah, I had to Way before Toddlers the, and Tiaras. I mean, so it, like, it was the it introduction. It gave birth to Toddlers and Tiaras. Oh, absolutely. Well, because like it was basically, I'm sure that the impetus to do it was because of the JonBenet Ramsey thing. And then they were like, let's go out and find one of these parents because this seems like it's yeah, a thing. What is this world? Yeah. Which was a great idea. The Joan Collins. Oh, she's in it. Just insofar as seeing her reminded me of the Charlotte Ray Jones Collins is a bitch thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She is a bitch. She was extremely offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> when was is this? Like two thousand six or something? Two thousand seven? Maybe, maybe eight. The scene is. Uh, some kind of premiere or just special showing of this. Is Charlotte Ray dead? Yeah. Straight and dead? Or gay and dead? She's definitely straight. Okay. If she were gay, we would know. Joan Collins and her old dynasty castmate, uh, Linda Evans. Is that who it is? Uh, yes. Were in a stage production called Legends together. I think it was Broadway. I'm not sure. This was either their premiere or a special kind of celebrities attending showing um and charlotte ray of the facts of life um she was mrs garrett for years and then she left i found that a little offensive and she's on different strokes before that she's on, because facts of life is a different strokes spinoff yeah she just like came for joan for, for no good reason now whatever happened to mrs garrett from the facts of life charlotte ray held nothing back from our insider camera but did she just start a feud with dynasty legend Joan Collins? Joan Collins is a bitch. There's no doubt about it. Everyone says she's an extremely difficult person. <gasps> Who is this old pal? <laughs> the way they... they <laughs> so it's Charlotte Ray. They're interviewing her on the red carpet. And then they're showing the footage. <laughs> to Joan Collins in a studio who's in a wig completely surprised 
<laughs> like completely shocked and like her jaw drops where because they, they got this footage of her they've got this footage of charlotte ray talking about her and then they get her so they get to show her it's so insane i love that charlotte ray says there's no doubt about it <laughs> wait but it's heard it from the beginning <laughs> <laughs> never been sure of anything <laughs> charlotte ray held nothing back from our insider camera but did she just start a feud with dynasty legend joan collins joan collins is a bitch there's no doubt about it everyone says she's an extremely difficult person <gasps> who is this old pal the facts of life Right here, Charlotte Ray played the loving house mother to a brood of girls in the sitcom The Facts of Life. Okay, well, I never heard of her, but I mean, I've never. But I know that uh, Joan Collins is a bitch. The 80 year old held nothing back as she threw down the. <laughs> they zoom in on Charlotte Ray's eyes shifting from side to side. I, I do I do wish that we heard the question because she's like so sure of this, you know. I do know. Nevertheless, Charlotte spun a wicked web for Joan. It's a miracle that people still want to work with her, but I guess they do. When our insider Cheryl Woodcock privately played them back for the 73-year-old diva. First of all, one of the things you never, ever diss other actors, ever. It's like the first rule of being on the show. And how dare she say that I'm a bitch? How does she know? She never met me. I'm surprised that Joan Collins is so offended by being called a bitch because she's literally in a movie called The Bitch. She has ba based her entire career on um, being a bitch. Yeah, I think Charlotte was just speaking about her like on screen well, yeah. no she said that everyone who deals with her <laughs> it's like it's a miracle anyone still wants to work with her and she gets real mrs garrity when she's like, <laughs> and remains quite close with both nancy mckean who played tomboy joe and lisa welchel spoiled rich girl blair and in the end the former mrs garrett had some kinder words for joan turning out to see the Dynasty Diva in all her primetime glory. It's lovely to be here tonight. I'm very excited about seeing the show with Joan Collins. And But I know that she's very uh, spunky and very glamorous, and I think it's going to make for firecrackers tonight. <laughs> well, at least Charlotte's right about that. <laughs> she's such a two-faced bitch. <laughs> oh, I have um, a sort of like an update. Okay. That involves dead and straight and dead and gay. All right. <laughs> so a lot of dead people. Remember when we we were talking about Penny Marshall for whatever reason? Mm -hmm. Probably because League of Their Own, but maybe not. Maybe Hocus Pocus. Who knows? Anyway, oh, I thought I thought she was gay, and when you told me she was straight, I was I I was couldn't believe it. Right. You said no, she's straight, and then we looked, we Googled, yes. and it said that she had a lesbian lover, and it was Carrie Fisher, and we were like, okay. So I just from listened, the Inquirer. Yes. Yeah. So I just listened to the biography about Carrie Fisher. I didn't want it because her books are all autobiographical, but yeah. she changes the names. I just wanted the names. Okay. I just wanted to like. Right. I wanted keep to keep it simple. Yeah. Well, well I'm gonna I'm gonna um, reread Postcards from the Edge. I wanted to get like a um, 
I said, like. I said, fucking like. Mm. I wanted to get a. <laughs> I can't see. Oh, I just said it. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow. Okay. What was I even talking about? Carrie Fisher. Penny Marshall being gay? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And and it said that she was gay with Carrie Fisher and in The Inquirer. And so I listened to this biography. From what year? After she died. Okay. So I think maybe. Fairly recent. Yeah. 2019, maybe. Right. Friggin' Amazon truck. The one thing that was like remarkable about Carrie Fisher was that she was like a re- was that she was a really good friend and took her friendships really seriously like they her just do it. Just do it again her friendships were more important they they were more important and played more of a role in her life than her like romantic relationships did it I did it again oh my god oh it's <laughs> going well oh the amazon was for you yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. So Carrie Fisher was very, very good friends with Penny Marshall. They didn't mention anything about lesbianism, but every single year for 20 years, maybe more, probably 30, they would have uh, joint birthday parties. And it was like the biggest blowout. And they invited like, there'd be, there would be wild people there um, that you would never expect <laughs> okay. to wild people like all be together. Steven Adler and like <sighs> Nikki Six. <laughs> um, well, when, it was just whoever was like hot in yeah. the moment. Hot in Hollywood. Yeah. One year they brought Marsha Cross and Christopher Darden. All right. They were big that year. Yeah. A big thing. Yeah. It was a huge deal. And she spent so much money on it every year. So maybe that's why people thought that they were lesbian lovers because they did this joint birthday party together for decades. Yeah. They didn't even, wasn't even a thing that there was hanky panky. They were just very good friends. They're like best friends. Uh, you know, I believe, I never thought they were. Uh, well, I always thought that Penny Mart, I thought she was out. <laughs> yeah, no. To me, unless you tell me, I don't hear you. You know who did slip under my radar? Lily Tomlin. She came out real weird. She was like not out and then all of a sudden she's like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, when did she come out? I, I don't always even thought she know was when out. she came. No, I don't think that she was out. I mean, unless I just missed it, and I've I, definitely known since at least high school that she was gay. Tomlin said in 2006. This is in her Wikipedia. It starts at 2006. The couple did not have a formal coming out. Tomlin said in 2006. I certainly never called a press conference or anything like that. Back in the 70s, people don't, didn't write about it. Even if they knew, they would refer to Jane as Lily's collaborator, things like that. Some journalists are just motivated by their own sense of what they want to say or what they feel comfortable saying or writing about. In 77, I was on the cover of Time the same week I had a big story in Newsweek. In one of the magazines, it says I live alone. And the other magazine said I live with Jane Wagner. Unless you were so really adamantly out and had made some declaration at some press conference, people back then didn't write about your relationship. This is why I didn't know. In 1975, I was making the Modern Scream album and Jane and I were in the studio. My publicist called me and said, time will give you the cover if you'll come out. I was more offended than anything that they would thought we'd make a deal. But that was 75. It would have been a hard thing to do at the time. So one day she was just all of a sudden talking about being gay. Yeah. Well, it sounds like she... I would like to find... You know what? I would like to find the origin of Liza Minnelli's lisp mm-hmm. and the origin of Lily Tomlin's publicly known gayness. 
that's why I think um, George Michael's album uh, Older from 1996 is really interesting because he dedicated it to, the, to his first boyfriend who died of AIDS in like 93. And, you know, Fast Love is about cruising and they're like, and that he talked about the song uh, Jesus to a Child, the first single being about him and the song, the song is like about like the lover's touch and stuff like that, you know? But he still refused. I mean, he actually gave an interview to, I think, the big, uh, I'll forget what it is, but one of the interviews at the time, he said he didn't feel like celebrities should have to come out, you know, basically talking about it as close as he could without actually talking about it. So then the album is like coming from this point of view. It's like, you know, what the glass closet looks like in music. It's, mm. it's like art about the glass closet, you know? George Michael, dead and gay. Yep. But if you watch those Wham! videos, I mean, his haircut's kind of like Princess Diana's. Mm. And they dress alike, too, because she was really into wearing sweatshirts with bicycle shorts. Totally. (laughs) Sneakers. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have have a favorite way in film club life has been portrayed? Club life in film? Yeah. Or just, I'm sorry, the club, let's say. The club? Yeah. What's your favorite film club? Wait. Yeah, your favorite portrayal of nightlife in a movie. All right, let me think about it. I have to think. All right, here's some that I like. Okay. And then I'll tell you the one that I think is like the most relatable. Okay. I really liked Go. Uh, I never saw it. Oh, it was Sarah. I thought we saw that together. No, I didn't see it. For some reason, I didn't see it oh, when you so guys good. saw it. I vaguely remember you seeing it and me not seeing it. I don't remember it why. It was Doug Lyman, who, by the way, also did. Swingers, which was my next mention. Okay. All right. Like, you know, so, he's yeah. like really kind of nailed that sort of vi- that like early to mid 90s vibe of yeah. like when people were just doing like straight up retro. Right. Like Frank Sinatra type stuff. Yeah. And I'll tell you another one I just like absolutely love is Party Monster. Uh, yeah, I've never seen Party Monster either. Wow, <laughs> I, know, I can't believe I have you have you read the book? The book is, I mean, obviously better, yeah, but of course, really funny. James yeah. St. James is a really funny writer. But and then l- let me think of like one I think. Oh, the one I think that is probably the more realistic version is uh, Last Days of Disco. You know, I don't remember. I, I definitely, I only saw that once. Oh, in the then theater. we must have seen it together. I don't know that we did because really? it was in the summer and I think I saw it at the Ritz, but we, we might have, but I think you were, I think I was in New Jersey and that you were here in New York for the summer. I like The Great Beauty. That's my choice. That's my favorite the depiction Great of Beauty? nightlife. I've yeah. never seen it or heard about it. Paolo Sorrentino. It's Italian. It won best foreign film, let's say 2012. Okay. What's it called? The Great Beauty. All right. And there are just these like, like really, I don't know. I found it really realistic the way that the close up and intensity and yeah, I don't know. There's something about the energy of it, but I like cruising as well. The show or the movie? There's a show called cruising. I thought that there was a show called cruising. Uh, I mean, there might be, but it's no show. I'm, it's not the kind of show I'm talking about. Are you sure? I just assumed it was gay. Are you talking about gay? Yeah. There's not a show. There's looking. <laughs> oh, it's looking. Yeah. But it's looking. <laughs> if it's looking, then they're cruising, right? Or no? 
they didn't cruise that much on looking. They oh. they looked, you know. It was really an apt title in retrospect. <laughs> looking is to looking as cruising is to cruising. Okay. They did it. So if you like that, you could watch that. But um, no, the scenes that like, uh, where did they shoot them? I don't. I, I I don't think that they shot them at the mine. Maybe they did shoot them. At, yeah, it's supposed to be the mine shaft, whether it is or not. Whatever. Or is that what's that? It was one of the meatpacking gay. I guess S and M. You'd say. Oh, but I've like, been there. Yeah. I well, went the mine shaft closed before we oh, would have been well, able I to get in. I went somewhere in the meatpacking district <laughs> with Ed. Okay. And it was an after hours thing. Yeah. And everyone was dressed. So weird. There were people. It was not Halloween. Right. Like I was at Don Hills before yeah. that. And I then I went and met up with Ed. And there were like people in just like head to toe latex. Okay. And then there were people with so, like tubes hanging out. Like there was one guy and his outfit was just tubes. It was the first time I ever did poppers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the place. <laughs> um, there were just all these different tubes. They look like vacuum tubes were like coming out all over his head. Every, other people were just like. Wearing like you know chaps with like their butts out. It was a lot it of stuff like, a like that. Thing. I'm sure I was the only woman. I oh, it was all men. Oh, it was gay. Yeah, Ed okay. was there. Ed, right. It was an Ed like gay goth weird okay. thing. Right. It took me a while, but then I was looking around and I was like, I think I'm in like a gay sex thing. <laughs> 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 they let me in. That's true. They you know they oftentimes you see women there. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's a great tip for straight men. If you want to meet a woman, go to a gay bar. I just want to end on Shelley Duvall. I've listened to two, an autobiography and a memoir back to back that talked about her. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) I thought you meant hers. I was like, where's her? No, no, Oh, my God. I would love it. Is there a a biography? I don't even know. Not an autobiography, a biography. I don't know. A biography and a memoir. I don't know. But in these books that I listened to back to back, there was a lot in the Carrie Fisher book about Shelley Duvall because Shelley Duvall was with uh, Neil Simon when Carrie Fisher met him. And Carrie Fisher and Neil Simon had this like 14-year off-and-on romance. It was like a big deal. There was a huge age difference. She was very young when she got with him. Yeah. And she had like – she had really liked him in when she was in high school. And then when she was like 19, I think, they started dating. Wait, who? Say that again. Neil Simon and, and, Carrie, and Carrie, Carrie Fisher, oh. and he like left Shelley Duvall for Carrie Fisher. Oh. And he had been with Shelley Fisher for... Shelley I mean, Fisher. not Shelley Fisher. <laughs> Who's Shelley Fisher? I don't know. <laughs> she Shelley, sounds cool. Shelley Miscavige. I know. Her? What, it, did they find her yet? <laughs> I, don't, I think they did. I think they she did? has been her? seen. I think that there was a thing where she was seen. Oh, yeah. thank God. I, I don't believe it, though, until I see it. First thing I see that comes up is, does Shelly Miscavige know it's Christmas 2020? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's we can, She's still gone? Yeah. What does Leah Remini think? I forget. Oh, she thinks that they have her like hidden away somewhere, like locked up somewhere. She got in a huge fight with Kirstie Alley about it on Twitter. Yeah, I knew that. Kirstie Alley is such a friggin' roach of a person. Just, well, she's... Ugh. Quite a Scientologist, isn't she? Yeah, I'm a Trumper. Ridiculous. Not a surprise. Yeah, where is Shelly Miscavige? Nobody knows. 
Distraught, Shelly Miscavige was dragged off by unidentified men after her abusive husband removed her from his office, claims her assistant, as she sues Church of Scientology for kidnapping. When's that from? June 2019. Jane Doe, a woman who was formerly employed as the assistant of Shelly and David Miscavige, is suing the Church of Scientology for damages. She lists 14 causes of action, including false imprisonment, kidnapping, libel, slander, human trafficking, and negligence. Mm. Doe, who appeared in the Leah Remini series Scientology in the Aftermath and is now employed by the actress, escaped the church by hiding in a car trunk. She claims to have seen Shelley Miscavige on the day she was believed to have gone missing in 2006, Mm. though Scientology has denied she is missing. Doe witnessed a dark-colored tinted vehicle pull up to the main building at Scientology's gold base, at which point unidentified men dragged Shelley out. Shelly has not been seen in public since then, and Doe says she never saw her in the 10 years she remained in the organization while you laughing. I know, it's not funny. I, this is just like such a tangent. This came about because you said Shelly Fisher, and then I was like, well, who's that? I know Shelly Miscovich. And now it's like a whole Scientology thing, which is great, but... But this is what's interesting to me now. Okay. <laughs> What about the no other Shelly? No one knows where she, this woman is. Do you think she's dead? I mean, I don't... Or is I she like, in, like scrubbing toilets somewhere? I don't know. Whatever is happening involved? is nefarious. Why aren't the police involved? I don't know. Does Scientology have them paid off? <sighs> Maybe. Thank you so much for listening. Can you do the rest? Yeah. I'm, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get matters. Okay. Yeah. You go away and I'll, I'll, I'll just be me and them. So thank you for listening. We're going to do bonus stuff. I don't know what that will be. We have some phone calls to play. I guess maybe we'll see. Not a great pitch, <laughs> but it'll be something. And then, so you can go check that out at www.patreon.com slash pot psychology and there's also a premium series that we do we're talking about the real world that's also on our patreon real world san francisco which you know has pedro and aids and Corey. oh god all right speed it up uh that's it bye